Before we start our podcast today, we would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we are meeting. The Wanjuri people of the Kulin Nation and pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. had been something to do with survival and it wasn't any longer and that I didn't need it so being so being able to event first off push it aside and tell it to fuck off (laughs) (laughs) are we allowed to say that I just did and um and then later on being able to well not so much tell it to go away but to say yeah thanks I hear you I acknowledge you which is what you just said I'm lost I think we're saying welcome that's how we start generally. Yeah, well, that's right. Yep. Okay, so you I'm would be Kevin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And here we are again on our inward journey talking about relationships. And I'm Janine. Welcome to the podcast. And I think you're going to ask a question. I do. I have a question. My question is what's the markers for a good relationship? You know, what makes it, I don't know, successful or, or good as opposed to rubbish? It's got everything to do with your relationship with yourself. Ah. So yeah. if you've got a good relationship with yourself. That thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Then you'll have a good relationship with the people and the world around you. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but I'm just trying to think of my next question. (laughs) Or reflection. That being the case, then how do I know that I've got a good relationship with myself? I mean, I know there are some obvious things, like, you know, I take care of myself physically. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, most people go there. They mostly think about, oh, if I've got a good relationship with myself, I care with myself. I, you know, I try to eat well. I do meditation. I do... You know, I might go to a physio. Yeah, I do, do some podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I do the worky thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's so much more than that. Yeah. I think it's got to do with if you're critical to you or with your kind. Um, and it's certainly a journey that I've gone down with myself as well. So what about if you're six and a half foot tall and you're male... And you're big, and you've got a big Harley Davidson. <laughs> Does that still apply? Why wouldn't it? Because it's six and a half foot tall and big, doesn't need anything else. It does still apply, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. because it's yeah. an inward journey. It's, it's a relationship yeah. to the self. And if that person feels good about themselves, they feel confident, loving to themselves... They believe in themselves, however that be, then they'll ride that bike, be in that group confidently, connect well with people. But if they don't believe in themselves and it's, you know, stuff the world, I'll do what I want and I don't care about you, then their relationships are going to reflect that. I think that's what we'll talk about today. What do you reckon, Kevin? It's been 
been one of those days, Kevin, hasn't it, where it feels like the IT and the ideas that we have... And the cars. And the cars. It's just not working. So ah, we're, we're, we're doing a do-over. <laughs> so... Yep. But the basic concept I wanted to talk about was just one aspect of being close with someone is self-criticism. Because if I'm critical of myself and I get close to somebody else, uh, then they're not going to get too close to me, are they? No. (laughs) They won't. Because I might bite their head off or I might might avoid them, ignore them, dismiss them because, you know, why would they want to be close to me anyway? So is it possible to get rid of self-criticism? Oh. I think it's necessary to get rid of self. I mean, entirely, so it never happens again? Hmm, that's a good question. I know. I'm I asked it. <laughs> I'm not sure, to be honest, but I, I think you can make a big step in listening to yourself to notice it and to change it, absolutely. I, I can't know whether someone is able to completely change their um, self-talk, Um, And if that's critical, to change it to something positive. But they can notice it and therefore change it. Therefore make a change in the moment so that they can respond differently. Yep, I get that. That's where I got to. So my experience is coming from sexual abuse to being a drug addict to stopping using drugs, but still having all of those underlying issues, in particular having that talk that says to me, like waking up in the morning going, oh, it's like a little part of me sitting at the end of the bed going, hello, I've been waiting for you. You've been asleep and wasting your time and you're useless. And why don't you get up? Oh, it's too late to get up. And it just, it's like an avalanche of yeah. criticism. Yeah, it's it sounds horrible. really cruel and it's nasty. Horrible. It's yeah. probably much more than most people get. But, you know, becoming aware of that first, that that's what yeah. that was, that it yeah. wasn't actually me. It was a, a learnt thing. Yeah. And it had been something to do with survival and it wasn't any longer. And that I didn't need it. So being so being able to event first off push it aside and tell it to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? I just did. And um and then later on being able to well not so much tell it to go away, but to say, Yeah, thanks, I hear you, I acknowledge you, which is yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So eventually, which is what I've been doing more recently, saying and I hear you, and how about, you know, all of this criticism you've got, how about bringing that and making it something positive with me, joining in with what I'm doing? I think that's really smart because, as we've talked about before, the, the self-criticism has been there as a necessary part of your survival. Yeah. And that's for all of us. So for, for whatever reason we're critical of ourselves, you have to... Take from your environment what you have learnt uh, and use it to better yourself. So if you've got a highly critical environment, then as a child you you take some of that criticism and you might use it to push yourself or to stop yourself or whatever it is. And I know that I've certainly done uh, quite a bit of that as well. So, hi Greg, we're recording. (laughs) Hi, Greg. (laughs) I'll leave now. (laughs) 
you bugger off. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how we kindly deal with those around us. (laughs) Not so kindly. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing he knows us. (laughs) Otherwise we'd be in deep shit. Well, that's interesting because... If we wouldn't do that to a complete oh, gosh, stranger. No. No. No, because no, yeah. then it would be unkind. And that's that un- unkind thing. Um, and that's what happens. If you're critical of yourself, then you end up being critical of other people. And Yeah, and that's that's my experience. So when I was in the first stage of, you know, my example of part of me is sitting on the end of the bed waiting and being very unkind and very critical, I extended that to the whole of the world. Not just everybody else, but... Um, almost like anything else, mm. anything at all. Was there anything excluded? No, not when that was going on. Nothing was excluded, so mm. it was fairly bleak. And um, and I I think that that still happens. Not not like that. So that when when I'm in the just in the process of catching my my self criticism, I'm aware. I become aware of it because I'll be doing something like I don't know, maybe walking down the street behind somebody going. Look at that person. They, their feet go outwards when they're walking down the street. And um, I wonder if everybody walks funny. You know, it's like, it's almost not a criticism, but it is, you know. and It's, it's a, a judgment. It's a judgment. So, yeah. But I know, but I catch that because yeah. I know immediately that means that I'm doing something similar to myself. Yeah, okay. And so yeah. I, I, That's catch, right. I catch yeah. that. And I say, okay, just stay here with me for a moment. And I check what's going on and go, oh, okay. So you're criticizing yourself because you, you're not okay about part of your body. I can't think of a good example. But yeah, know, yeah. So bring that part of me, bring that criticism back in. So it's how you experience yourself. You start to experience the world that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and see, I've got a very, well, a different example. When I can think of... It's a small one, but I like it. Um, when I was going to get some business cards for myself, and uh, I was changing the my logo, and I'd gone into a printing agency, and when I went in there, I got them to t- change a few things. We'd already started the process, uh, and I wasn't completely happy with it, but I'd left it with them, and I started to walk out, and then I went, oh, really not happy. But I heard myself say to myself, um, you're demanding, that's too pushy, you know, um, you're overly fussy, that kind of cruel stuff, but mostly you're being too demanding. And and then I caught myself and went, actually, no, it's okay, you can do this. So I went back in and I went, actually, can I change a few things? And the person I was dealing with was brilliant and went, of course, and went, la, 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 changed it in a couple of seconds and all done. But had I not caught that thought, the risk for me is that messaging stays and it impacts a lot, if not everything, that I do and that kind of stuff can affect everything that we do. Yeah, because that message stays and we get resentful and we pass that around everywhere we go yeah. and um, mm. I think that's a really good example of, of what it is and then how to go bring it back in and mm. you know, do something about it yeah. to change things. Yeah. To change things internally allows us to change things externally. The other part of that as I'm thinking about it and 
in the two examples that we've given, one from you and one from me, is that... One from Greg, too. <laughs> it's great getting extra help, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we, we better seize, okay, a bit later. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> um, uh, and now I've, I've completely oh, lost my credit. <laughs> um, is that... If we don't catch those messages, what we start to do is view the world as uh, I didn't get the card I wanted, that person wasn't going to help me out doing what I wanted, they weren't supportive, they weren't helpful, they didn't they didn't um, do their level of work or detail that I wanted with my business card or in your case it might be, you know, um, that person wasn't as kind to me as I want or, or they were... They looked at me in a way that I'm sure that they were judging my body. So it's so it, you kind of start to externalise what you're experiencing internally. You're smiling. Yeah, I'm just... You gave the last part of that example about me and I was thinking, it took me a, such a long time, I'm too embarrassed to say how long, before I realised that, <laughs> that on the rare occasions when I caught a woman looking at me, it might be because she was checking me out, not because she was judging me. <laughs> and I, you'd missed these opportunities. I did. I did. Oh, that's another opportunity to write down later on. And also, um, I don't know where I got the habit from, and it was a good habit, and it still is. I make daily to-do lists. So at some point, some years ago, the daily to-do lists were made and not really looked at at all. And then I heard in a podcast, actually, um, a woman talking about on your to-do list, write down, um, give it a number. So, you know, somewhere between plus 10 and minus 10. And then, uh, you know, according to plus 10 is I'm really looking forward to doing this. And minus 10 is, oh, my God. And, and then as part of taking care of myself, actually doing that, you know, and gradually changing the minus, the minus whatever it was to become a plus. So again, changing that, mm, changing that about how I feel about myself mm. by having it there, mm. and then by bringing it back again, having it out in front of me, and then bringing it back into me again. Yeah. So I guess we're expanding this talk around saying, you know, um, how I care for myself is not only the helpful, supportive self-talk that we offer ourselves. And if we don't, noticing it and changing it if we can, finding ways to change it, finding things to change it too. But also to uh, be conscious of what we're doing for ourselves and in a way that's, you know, helpful for the day, if you like, if not the week and the months, etc., etc. And the only thing that you can change is that relationship to yourself and therefore it will change those relationships that you have outside of yourself. Yeah, because it has to. It has it to. It just does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is a lot less energy than trying to change everybody else in the whole world too. 
I give that one up. Yeah, I think I have. (laughs) I hope I have. I've I've been running programs and with a group of people and I, you know, one of the things I'm really confident is, is I can't make anybody listen to me. I hope that I'm worthy of listening to, but if they choose not to listen to me, that's their right and I'm comfortable with it. So how I am, how we are with ourselves Mm -hmm. can draw people to us or push them away. Yeah, that's a good place to leave it. Uh, So thanks for listening and uh, that's goodbye from me. And that's goodbye from me too. (laughs) We'll see you and hopefully you'll come and listen to us next time. Bye.